podcast. Hanging with my buddies on a podcast. A podcast. Oh, I'm so used to singing and then you talk. Yeah. <laughs> I think we me, should be quiet for longer. It's it's throwing throwing I think that wasn't loop. enough of a pause. That's fine. I think I <laughs> historically like we sing and then you talk, but now mm. we sing and then I talk. It does feel weird to not be like, Mary. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it sounding like that. <laughs> Mary. Mary. No. That is what it sounded like. Yeah. No, that's that's my memory of it. It's just like, Mary. So far, this is a good a podcast. My name is Jordan, and uh, you are a listener who has joined us Welcome. here at Two Chunks and a Hunk, which is a podcast about everything good and nothing bad. That's a guarantee. Everything mm, here, everything here has been vetted by a team of vetted. I assume veterans I don't know how vetting works yeah. but everything veterinarians here, I think everything yes. here has been vetted by Correct. a team of veterinarians uh who are committed to providing you with quality listening material about everything good and nothing bad I'm Jordan once again I'm Doge and I think it's important to keep in mind that there are always new places to go fishing for any fisherman there's always a new place always a new horizon so we're still doing and that. And that's a quote from that's a quote from Jack Nicholas. I just want to keep us inspired. We're still, I want the muse that. to alight on our shoulder. That was it's, Jack Nicholas? It's different. That's Jack Nicholas, yeah. Wow. From The Shining. The one and only. <laughs> the one and only. <laughs> I'm Carter. There's and- golf. <laughs> <laughs> Carter and may the knife chunk and shatter. That's a Paul Atreides quote mm. Mm. from a Dune Pardoo. Dune Pardoo. Dune Pardoo. Um, figured at the jump here. Dune Dune. Dune Dune. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I love Law and Order. <laughs> dune Dune. Boom, 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 boom. How much does that? Intro slap though. That bro, that used to shake my bones when I was a kid. I was like, this is the best thing ever. Did you hear um, about the new like creatures that they're adding in Dune Part Two in addition to the giant sandworms? I'm so excited to hear about them. Uh there's gonna be a pack I of I can't wait. There's gonna be a pack of dick wolves. <laughs> 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 oh man, it's either gonna be really creative, D- Denis Villeneuve, uh, Frank Herbert uh, designs here for our dick mm-hmm. wolves, or they're mm-hmm. just gonna be like, "Oh, what's up, Paul? What you doing today?" <laughs> like they're just like real jerks. Oh, this guy thinks oh, he's good at hurt? saving people. Mm. <laughs> well, your friend Idaho. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get me. 
Um, no, they'd, they'd, they'd be like, they'd be like, what was what was that guy Idaho's first name? And then he'd be like, what do you mean? And then they'd be like, Duncan. And then they'd dunk on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're that's like the dick one of them's asking, and the other one's behind him, like with the hoop. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Boom. For oh my sure. I'm imagining them as cartoons. It's like yes, Dune Part Two becomes like a sleeper sequel to that Paula Abdul music video. And they're <laughs> the also cat? 2D cartoon wolves. I love that. I like to imagine that somebody has no idea what that's a reference to and is like, why did why are they what talking are about this? That's out of nowhere. Why are they talking about sorry, who bro? Who brought up Paula Abdul and Dick Wolf? <laughs> that's just for They've my never dickheads out the same sentence before. I don't know who you are. <laughs> My dickheads. <laughs> Where my order people at? Um, <laughs> we bring up Dune Part 2 because here at the beginning of this, it's not the beginning anymore because of that awesome riff that we just had. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. We are going to introduce an, a new club to the mix because we know that if you're not a member of a club, you're ultimately, you're not. So, uh, dang. On yeah. three, do we want to tell them the name of the new club? As we we're like perfectly synced on our on our uh, podcast recording devices, would it be would it would yeah. it hold some gravitas if we all said it at the same time? We don't have to sing it; we just say it at the same time. I can't see a way in which that's worse than just one of us talking. Great, so let's do it. Okay, so introducing for the first time this year, first time ever, the Two, Two Chunks Movie Club. <laughs> Wow. That was the exact same energy and, and inflection as Origel training yeah, to taste. Wow. The yeah. little bear. I got your toothpaste. <laughs> the Two Chunks Movie Club was created A, because we want to keep seeing movies with you guys. Last year, we really got to do that. We did that with Barbenheimer uh, and mm. a couple of other flicks. And that's just. It's just a wonderful experience, it's just and we good. want to spend some more time with you, the listener. Uh, and then also, we want to have some opportunities for those of you that have Patreon uh, to vote more. I know you're eager in this 2024 season to get those voting fingers uh, working, you know, get them limber, because there's a lot of voting Practice this year, for just November. Yeah. yeah, get them limber. Practice for November. Join the oh, Two nice. Chunks movie club. Wow. That was not me. That was Jordan. Jordan TM. did it. Yeah. TM. TM. TC. The TCMC. Uh, and mm. how this is going to work is most months, we're going to identify three to four movies, introduce those on the podcast. You've probably had heard of them if you've got your ear to the ground of like new movie releases for a certain month. Uh, and then that will open up a vote that will last most often like over an entire month to decide which yeah. of these movies that we're going to see all together for the next month. And it can be, you know, any of these four movies. I will try and make sure that it's a bit more of a scatter plot, that it's not all just four things that we want to see. Because I know that September, October, November is going to come up and there's going to be some scaries out there. I promise we won't mm. avoid that. Really what I'm going to try and do is give us the top four with the most hype uh, for that month, and then y'all vote on what we see. We didn't need to vote. Though. Although that if might the happen sometimes. Scary, I'm going to get food poisoning on purpose that day. Yeah, I, I mean, so it's, yeah, I it, it works. A, we need a doctor's a doctor's note. Yeah, that's it. I have diarrhea. Probably. I can't see this movie. <laughs> give me a few months, and I can give you a doctor's note. Um, nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's really why I'm doing it. Um, for March, we don't need to have a vote. Because we need to see Dune Part 2. It's obvious. 
It's obvious. obvious. So it's obvious. We will release like where we're going in our Patreon. Do we also want to put that? We can cut this out. Do we want to put that on the social medias too? To just the more no. the merrier. No, no, it only no. It it's only for patrons. Leave it in the episode. Sorry, they need yeah. to know that if they're not a patron, then okay. they don't get to do it. It's for patrons, y'all. <laughs> Grow it's up. for patrons. It's for that five dollar tier. If you want to get in there into the Discord and join uh, the other chunkies, that's where we're going to be releasing. Where we'll be going it's to like see Dune Part Dune Two. Dune Two's coming out. Should we also project it on the side of the building so people can just walk by and watch it for free? No, you no, wouldn't yeah, download a car. Can't download a car. Can't do that. You can't download a car. But I would if I TM. could. I would. TCMC. I would. Be on the lookout. That's going to be hard. That's almost too many letters. TCMC. TCMC? TCMC. Mm. Yeah. TCMC. Turner Classic Movies. It works. Charles. It's fine. I think the shortening, like the, the a fun way to say it is like the, we're going, it's Teach Meech. The Teach Meech. Teach to the Teach Meech. I'm teach a member Meech. of the Teach Meech. That's fine. I like it. Yeah, but be on the lookout for uh, that. You conjured the specter. You conjured the specter of Barbenheimer just a second ago. I did. Um, is it worth? Should we tell folks about the? There's a second Barbenheimer no. this year, and there's a there's a third Barbenheimer that I don't even know if you guys know about yet. Uh, I don't know the third one. There's a third Barbenheimer. We have talked in person about the second Barbenheimer this year. Do we talk about that now or do we save that? Save I don't mind talking about it. Save it for when it we inevitably the- decide that that's a stupid idea and we don't want to do it. It's a great uh, idea, but it's it going to stay there. in our back pocket. It's going to mature a little bit. It's like blue cheese. It's got to get a little stinkier, and then people are going to love it. So we're not sharing? Man, I, I am such a bad secret keeper. I'm not going to say anything. We won't talk about the second one. Can I talk about the third one, though? Because that's interesting to me. Do it. It's the this thir- year? The third Barbenheimer. Yes, there's a third Barbenheimer this year, and it's wow. this fall with the surprise announcement of Moana 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is releasing the same day as Wicked. Ooh. Uh, so there's a Wicked Moana Barbenheimer situation yeah, going dude. on. And I, I called this last year. We talked about predictions for 2024. I was like, I think studios are going to try and release big movies, you similar did. vibe, or like similar cultural pull on the same day. And it's happening two more times this year. Dude, what an interesting. You look me in the fun. eye and tell me that the second one is a similar cultural pull. It's a similar cultural pull. Wow, he looked. The in second the Barbenheimer is perhaps the most powerful Barbenheimer <laughs> that we've an seen abomination. up to this point. It puts the bomb in abomination. It's. I think it's. It's good at, basically yeah. like being like, there's a Chili's next to a Seven Eleven, so we should grab snacks from both. You did not present. Tell me to that me a sounds out idea. of character. Yeah, tell me that sounds out of character. It's for not. The three of us. It's not out of character. It's just nonsense. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All of the my favorite moments for agreed. Doge are when he gets to <laughs> yeah. be the off the wall guy. Mm. <laughs> when Do- when Doge gets to grab these little moments where he's like, where he's like, no, 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 I'm the crazy one. <laughs> I'm the crazy, the crazy one. one. I'm not sure. I'm listen. If you think you can predict me, that's your own problem. That's, that's maybe the own your own box that you've put your brain in, and I'm living out here outside of the box. Mm. So he out there. To your point. He out there. While we're talking about sleeper surprise sequels, because Moana Two is like a total shock to me. I know they're working yeah, on the live action version, and this doesn't replace the live action version, 
This is just the TV show. This was going to be a Disney Plus TV show that's now been retooled as a movie because Disney is just hemorrhaging money. Dude, it makes me it makes me so sad that I am no longer in a place where I can be like, yes, please give me more of a good thing. And instead, when Disney's name attached to it, when Disney's name is attached to it, my first thought is like, they're just going to screw it up. Like they're just going to make me retroactively hate Moana one more. Do you feel like that (laughs) with Inside Out too? A a little nervous. I do with Inside Out too, for sure. I'm excited because I think it will hopefully be good, but I am a little nervous about it. For similar reasons. I just don't… I, all my faith in Disney has gone. Like, all of it. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. Makes sense. Um, I thought while we were talking about surprise sequels, uh, we might take a little ride on the Celevator. That we oh. rode on the Celevator a few times. Two different times. And both of them ended uh, in death in during the Shadowcast. But um, I want you guys to convince me. I'm a studio head. Um, I run Dosney. Dojni. Mm. That's good, right? That's not Disney. That's Dojni. They can't sue me for that. It's true. I um, like that. And I am in the business of making surprise sequels to movies. Movies that don't necessarily demand a sequel, but we think folks might like a sequel for them. Um, and so I need you guys to pitch to me, the studio head, a surprise sequel. The way that Salivator works is I've got a random number generator right here. Generate a random number between one and eight. Uh, and that's the number of floors that you ride on the elevator with me, the studio head. You get one sentence per floor, and you alternate sentences. Let's begin. I'll generate your number. Oh, you guys lucked out. This is a very tall tower. We're very wealthy over at Dojni. It's eight floors. Oh, you get eight sentences. Alternate sentences back and forth. Pitch to me a surprise sequel that I didn't know was coming, uh, and get me excited about it. Hmm. Uh, uh, would you uh, hold the door? Would you hold the door for us for just a second? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, well, excuse us. I think I appreciate it. Excuse us. We just want to... Uh, what, yeah, floor, what floor are you going to? I'm, I'm going to eight. All the way to the top. Oh, uh, I'm, so I'm playing a character named Quit yeah. Dojni, and he's 100 years old. He was frozen cryogenically, and he's just recently been thought out. Got it. He's from, like, the 30s. Got it. Does he have That's any spicy building. takes on, um, like, world happenings or politics or anything He like that? does not like several people groups, but you will never <laughs> guess which ones. <laughs> we got eight floors. We can find them. Let's just do that instead of pitching. <laughs> eight floors, eight floors um, is such a small tower. It's such a small tower. Okay. It's, um, it's, so it's big. the biggest, it's the biggest tower that I saw at the Chicago World Fair in 1920. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what's interesting. I built we're, it out of wood and nails. We're going oh, to, you gosh. built it. Uh, we're going, we're also going to the eighth floor. So just go ahead and yeah. hit that button. What a coinky dink. Skin of Marie. Go ahead and, go ahead and hit the button. I'm sorry, you man. need me to push the button. Go ahead and hit the button, old man. Please. Wish you would. That's fine. Hit the button, you ancient mummy of a human. <clears throat> sorry, Your about sentence that. count begins now. Can I ask you something, uh, old guy? Uh, do you ever do you ever feel like um, what you bring to the table is good, but it's not just enough and you wish you could unlock the the latent power inside? I think I'm supposed to say yes. Well, we might have found a way, sir, to unlock this power exponentially. Mm. Mm. Uh, Let me ask you a follow-up question. How do you feel about um, domestic animals, specifically clean ones? Positively. Mm. 
Excellent. How do you feel about grinding rails mm. in suburban neighborhoods? That sounds like something an adolescent would enjoy. Become mm. <laughs> remembering why we didn't have the characters respond between every sentence. <laughs> it takes so long. Just listen, just start talking over him. He really can't hear you that okay. well anyway. So just do your whole pitch. Mm. Got I got two words for you, old guy. Skate better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it like this, comma. We believe that there is a demographic out there that you need to start catering to again. Mm. Mm. Uh, you're losing quality. You're losing life. You're losing fans. And uh, today is your chance to get them all back. Eric Von Detten isn't doing anything. Well, we're almost just, to our floor. Just talk, to, just talk over him. It's fine. And uh, while... Uh, while Carter is talking, I'm gonna roll. Uh, I'm gonna roll a stealth check uh, as I uh, as I sidle over to hit the emergency stop button on the elevator. It's a nat twenty. We think that Brink Two can absolutely happen, and it can bring you lots of monies. I Comma, unzip my consider. jumpsuit to reveal a Team Pup and Suds T-shirt. And that my pockets were full of uh, puppies and kittens the entire time. I had really deep Boom. cargo pockets that had oh. uh, puppies and kittens. And I just start handing them one at a time to uh, Dink Dojny or whatever his name was. I just start handing him. Usually it's like a bomb or something. That no. Puppies and kittens is better for sure. I haven't finished. I start handing him <laughs> puppies. He's allergic. And kittens. <laughs> uh, does, does he take them from me as I hand them to him? He says, thank you for the puppies and the kittens. Mm, they're not for you. Um, I just continue. <laughs> I just continue to pull, at this point, dozens of puppies and kittens from what seems to be like a bag of holding style pocket system. Mm. Just like a pie. Mary Poppins purse. Yeah. I go for the back pocket that I thought he would forget and the one that I was most concerned about because there were mm -hmm. little yelps earlier. And I just kind of like unzip that one too and just like point to it like there. See, I told you to do that one too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then um, as I uh, pull the lever for the uh, fire alarm, the elevator sprinklers begin to uh, drop water on all of the uh, kittens and puppies, which I had preloaded with uh, dried powdered shampoo, and they start to froth in, <laughs> in his hands. You got him. You pranked him really good. <laughs> He's now covered in pups and suds. And he'll never forget the elevator pitch. The Boom. best part, though, is that when That's he opens done. his eyes, we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it was all a dream. <laughs> uh, what would your honest reaction be to a, a Brink 2 announcement? If they're like, it's a, it's a, like the most realistic version of a Brink 2 announcement would be, it's a show on Disney Plus about their kids. Um, so if it was a show on Disney Plus about their kids, boo, thumbs down. Who's this for? Because okay. kids don't care about it. If it was a show made for the old audience of Brink in any way, shape, or form, in. But I feel like making a show for kids of people that used to like Brink is pointless because yeah, those like so what's it, what what is Brink too? Like if they make Disney it for adults, right what now, is it? Disney Dude, it's right a new now hope. is making it's exactly a new hope. Uh, Eric is is basically the Obi Wan character. 
That it's like this kid wants to Yeah, that's to what I'm skate. saying. It'd have to be a generational, like a torch passing thing. For sure. But I don't think, I think making it a show for kids about Brink's kids is what Disney currently would do and not a good idea. I think they would Cobra Kai it. I think it would totally be, See, I think here's these old mentor skaters. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's way more interesting than making a kid show is making a split show where half the show is about Brink and his friends as adults and the other half is about training the next generation of Team Puppetside Soul Skaters. Yeah. But I feel like Disney doesn't have the courage to do stupid things. They only have the accidental stumbling into stupid capabilities, which they keep doing. And if they were just stupid on purpose, a lot of these things would be great. It's all, because it's all committee. It's all designed by committee. It's all like, let's minimize our potential losses, which is a great way to run Walmart. Maybe not a great way to run an entertainment company, you know? Yeah. I, Disney just feels so sanitized to me right now. Yeah. The way that there's like, oh man, they make shows all the time. They make movies all the time. Very often, like when these hypotheticals are brought up, I just choose to just look it up. Be like, is there going to be a Brink 2? I have a special surprise for y'all. As I look on the internet movie database. There no was. It already happened. In 2011, a 23-minute short called Brink what? 2 Val's Revenge. What? It was an unofficial sequel to the what? Disney Channel original movie Brink. Years after losing a downhill race, Val decides to kidnap, to kidnap his former rival's sister and challenge him to a rematch. <laughs> so he's like a supervillain? Something like that. That's so sick. There is… Uh, I'm looking right here. I'm looking right here. I'm doing a quick check. Quick check. Let me check the logs. There is absolutely zero of the same returning cast, but there is a character called the Blade Whisperer. So it sounds like I got to watch this movie. Ooh, where is it? Is it on YouTube? How do you even find it, dude? Probably not. It feels like it's just a silly boy. Gonna look real quick. Gonna look real real. quick. Gonna, what's it called? Brink 2 Val's Revenge? Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Brink 2 Val's Revenge. Uh Uh-oh, see the whole thing right here on YouTube. I got trailer. Watch it with sound here and there's a trailer link. Got it. Got it. I'll copy That's paste this crazy. in the chat. That's crazy. 57,000 views. How wild. See, everybody wants it. That's all anybody wants. All 57,000 people of the, on the earth at this time want this movie. That's crazy. Probably going to watch it at some point. <laughs> Dude, there's no way. No, it's going to be bad, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, oh, I'm going to watch this for sure. That's a ton of fun. <laughs> I can't believe we just stumbled into that. Thank you, Doge. I made I made it. I made Brink too. The I other thing happen. you made I was convinced by your elevator pitch is a dollar. Mm. Well, you will right now. Try nothing. Like Shout we say every time. That's how we do it. That's what we do. That's how we do it. Um, yep. Listen, I think it's uh, really, really, really important that you pay attention right now, uh, if no other okay. time, because Two Chunks Movie Club, the or Teach Meech, uh, as it's uh, as a lot of people are saying. Um, Where's the second ch sound coming from? Same place the first one is. No, chunks is, has a ch, but it's not club. about the words. It's about the letters. It should be Teach Meekle. It's not or about Teach Meek. It's, 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 we're pronouncing the 
acronym. We're not pronouncing the beginning of the words. We're pronouncing the acronym itself. So then it should be TICMIC. Well, that's if I, you're I get how uh, closed-minded. Be, but sometimes that's not how they are. It should be Teach Meek or Teach Meekle. Hey, wasn't it you merely 10 minutes ago talking about how off the rails and crazy you are? Let's not get pedantic here. I'm like, I'm a wild, like I can't be defined. You box, when really? people ask me, yeah, they're like, but, they're like, which, of your friends, which one's just sort of the wild card most which craziest, craziest friend? I'm like, Doge every time, dude. Every time. It's Doge always. Yeah. I'm unpredictable. Teach Meech is going to be the best thing in your life because it's already the best thing in mine. So I can be confident uh, when I tell you that you need to get on board. We are, uh, we're going to get together once a month and we're going to go see a movie all uh, as a community, as a group, as as a, a group of friends. And uh, we have loved both of the opportunities we've gotten to do that. And uh, we, as we talked about the next year, one of the things we said is that's got to happen way way more. So uh, that's what we'll be doing. I'm really excited about it. Uh, it's so much fun to get everybody together. And first of all, just like have a group to see movies with, a group of people that love movies yeah. and just want to have a good time. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, some of the most fun that I get to have at these is just like talking to everybody and uh, catching up with old friends, meeting new people and like catching up with yeah. people that we met at the last one. And I don't know, it's just, yeah. uh, it's a really cool community that I don't feel like uh, there are many opportunities for me to like have that style of. And so yeah. being able to do it with um, people that want to talk about movies and hang out and, you know, grab a beer or whatever is just like the best. So uh, make sure that you have access to Teach Meech uh, by doing the thing that Doge is going to tell you to do. And hey, yeah, listen you, to him. You might be asking yourself, number one, shouldn't it be called Teach Meekle? And the answer is yes. And then you might also be asking yourself, how do I participate? You can vote for the mm-hmm. movie that we will see as part of our monthly Teach Meekle gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're alive, if you are alive and have access to the internet, you get to vote for that. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to vote twice, that's available exclusively for our supporters on Patreon, either at the $3 a month or $5 a month level. If you want to know actually where we're going to the movie and come see it with us, that's on Discord. That's five bucks a month. Uh, but we will be releasing an episode about these movies. So even if you don't support us on Discord, even if you just are a regular person, uh, not somebody who loves us, and was willing to put a dollar amount on that. If you're just listening right. to this and you just want to vote, uh, your vote still counts and you could influence the movie that we see and talk about on the podcast. So if you love us, you might vote for, you know, a movie like Furiosa. And if you hate us, you might vote for Garfield. Uh, but either fun. way, we have to go see the movie that you tell us about. Yeah, we've got to go see it. And that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm glad we're mentioning here is that that does get reviewed on the podcast. So there will be that time that we go see yeah. it and you get to hear our opinions and our experiences. Of that would be seeing that movie. An, ex- an extremely unappealing thing to ask people to participate in. If it's like, <laughs> hey, vote for this movie that other people get to go see with the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no matter what, you get something out of it. If, you know, you've got all your streaming platforms, Hulu costs more now, you're getting uh, bumped from all of these things that you were sharing with your parents and now you've got to pay for your own. You don't have the $5 to find out exactly where we're going for watching our movies with you guys. Get your bread up, dude. Yeah, get your bread up. Or, I mean, I can understand. I would feel this kind of like pull to just like pull out the map of all the theaters in the Metroplex and be like, I'm just going to take a shot at a specific time. If you're willing to do that, that's fine with me, actually. You just need to know. 
that we kind of mix things up. We aren't we aren't always going to the same theater every time. We're uh, constantly scrambling our location to cover our constantly footprint. scrambling, and there in, is no way for you to track us. In that same spirit, you might have noticed that the way that we are navigating our podcast is switched up a little bit. One of the things that we talked about when we had our State of the Tunian, uh, when the three of us got together to talk about just the worst names for things, huh? On this podcast, I, I, I thought that shot, was good. Some, I liked State what you of could the do Tunian. Sometimes I saw the joy in his eyes. I saw Jordan's. Joy. <laughs> I liked State uh, of the Tunian a lot. <laughs> is that starting this year? And you probably have already heard starting with the first couple of episodes of this year. Uh, we're changing things up a little bit. You're going to get a little bit more of just pop culture in general, or just us shooting the breeze uh, because we decided that that's something that we enjoy. And honestly, in terms of feedback that we got from many of you, I think you would just, it doesn't necessarily have to be talking through a movie. Uh, the hope there is also that we can open up uh, to a bigger audience that can just pick a random episode and listen and have some fun with us without feeling like they had to do some homework. So be on the lookout for that. We're having fun with it. We hope you do too. Yeah, Two Chunks and a Hunk is taking a firm anti-homework stance for the year 2024. Um, Carter, how does that impact your career as it's a professor? It's no different. Like, yeah, are you, no homework. Are you allowed to say that out loud? Yeah. That you're anti-homework? It's no different than what I do already. Wow. We just kind really of come in. And no matter what the subject is, we come in, bring our favorite snacks, and share them. That's all we do. Hmm. Thanks, DBU, for paying me to have snacks <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> I'm bringing a new uh, a new bit to the table in 2024 that I want to try on for size. Um, Ooh, it's bits. six bits. Uh, I I had a different name last night, but I changed it. It came to me in a dream. Um, and uh, does what I'm going to need you to do is in post, yeah, drop in a choo 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 train sound. Uh, mm -hmm. right here. Welcome to the Hyperfixation Station, the my favorite place okay. on the planet. It's uh, where all my interests align, uh, and it's uh, at a place that I like to call manic and obsessive. Uh, that's right. <laughs> this is my bit where I get to talk about the things that I love, which uh, either change or don't, dependent upon conceivably nothing at all. This, um, this sound, the like, premise, the setups. Sounds like the intro to like a Inside Out style children's movie. Yeah. Like, welcome to Hyperfixation Station. <laughs> <laughs> At the corner of Manic and Obsessive. Well, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. They're I, all gonna start singing about trains of thought. <laughs> oh gosh. And it get the pace gets faster and faster and faster. It's just a bunch yeah. of little kids that are like, when I like something, I only like that thing. Bam 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 bam. <laughs> Everything else is stupid and I don't like that thing. Yeah, it's a very like welcome to Duloc, like Oompa Loompa. Dude, it's a song of warning. It's not a song of happiness. It's a song of like, don't be like this. Stay away. Don't be like Travelers, do not enter hyperfixation station. You will not leave. I have this thing. I think a lot of people do. I just, I tend to have it in ways that bother even me sometimes. But I have this thing where like when I... When I like something, I'm just like, mm, that's all. That's all. That's all I'm going to like life now. for a while. Um, and I just go so, so, so hard into the things that I like. And 
as I grow and, and age, it has caused me to be a little more discerning about the things I allow myself to get super into. Because if I get too into something that's like a seven, why would I waste all that time on a seven? On but a seven. Yeah. Um, I, sometimes I just get so locked in. And in 2020, during, um, speaking of locked, during lockdown, um, ooh, ooh. I uh, got really, really into, for the first time ever, um, Survivor. I had never watched it before. I decided to just jump in. I found a list online of like, start here and watch all these. And yeah. uh, boy, howdy, did we. It carried me through uh, a lot of lockdown and uh, even sort of uh, post that time period. Uh, it was it was a big deal. And Carter, was that a train whistle or was that the survivor sound? That was the survivor, survivor sound. sound. Oh, it could have been both. Yeah. The train whistle mix. It sounded. It sounded. It sounded like the survivor sound. I thought it was- survivor theme. Parentheses. Train whistle mix. Lo-fi. <laughs> slow down. For chill hop study. Three hour repeat. Featuring Zed. Um, <laughs> I I got really into Survivor, which then led me to get really into Big Brother, and then led me to get really into the challenge. We watched Amazing Race. We just got really into competition. Yep. Reality has become like the last four ish years. It we have just been devouring competition reality shows. Uh, old seasons, new seasons. We've tried shows that we didn't like. We've tried shows we thought we wouldn't like that we loved. Um, but I have just developed this uh, deep love for competition reality shows. I love the strategy. It, I love when people hit yes. each other. I love when people are yes. catty and mean. I like when they're best friends and stay friends out of the show. I love it all. It all hits it's for all me. juicy. Yeah. All the time, it's always juicy. All juicy. Yeah. And- Competition reality as a genre, if we could call it that, and mm-hmm. I'm sure we would all agree here, is also, it's one of those things to where if you get into something that you really like and then you see how much content there is, yeah. what a wonderful feeling. Yeah. What no, a wonderful it's, feeling. It's, it's the gift that keeps on giving for yeah. sure. And I, I also think I've realized that <clears throat> like in an age where we're kind of at the end of the prestige television era and now there's a bunch of like fake prestige television shows that look really good until you mm. hit play and then they're fine. Um, yeah. Now now that we've entered that era, what I have found is I am much, much more willing to dive headfirst into a reality competition where it's like, hmm. it's not pretending to be the second coming of True Detective or Game of Thrones. It's not pretending to be something incredible. It's exactly what it is. And that's just a bunch of people being messy and sometimes lying to each other. And that's mm. great. And right now, my my hyperfixation is firmly RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, dude. Come on now. I don't know. I don't know why it took me so long so to get exact. here, except for the fact that I tend to gravitate towards physical competition a lot. I like to watch people playing games or you know, racing each other or hitting each other or something like that. But, um, oh my goodness, RuPaul's Drag Race is delivering all of the drama, all of the high stakes competitions. Like, it's like, it feels like if uh, the challenge and like a talent show had a baby. Um, Also, I would just... Little side note here. Like a death drop is definitely physical. It is also a physical competition. It is for sure. Um, and I'm already we're we're on our third season of watching it. <laughs> <laughs> now you get to appreciate this mug I got That's for Chelsea. Such a good Alyssa, Alyssa Edwards has a very distinct rolls. side profile, dude. They there's back roll references constantly. I mean, mm-hmm. 
the show is so self-referential that it feels like the you're part of an inside dude. joke. Um, the other thing, we started with season five, um, which filmed in, I think, 2011. And something I've realized, Carter, you pointed it out to me beforehand. There is slang from the drag, uh, from drag culture from 2011 that just became popular in like mainstream vernacular like last year. Drag yeah. is so, I, I, I can't figure out if drag is just ahead or if drag is like setting Mm-hmm. Slang culture, but good good grief, it dude! Both. It it's like so far ahead of what is happening in like mainstream. Yeah, it's crazy. And I, and I feel like part of Chelsea's it is drag experience. becoming mainstream too. Yeah, one hundred percent. And mine and Chelsea's experience of of watching Drag Race in some of those early seasons when they were saying things like throwing shade, and that's the tea. You know, like what's the tea? I was just yeah. like, wait a minute. It, it, it is, you do that like double take because Chelsea and I started with season one and I think it's totally fine if anybody wants to navigate RuPaul's Drag Race to start at season five because yeah. that is around the time that five like square screen, starting place. <laughs> square screen becomes big screen. Yeah. Um, but even <laughs> don't then- Don't tell Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. Even then it was like, oh my yeah, gosh. And RuPaul's Jordan, if you don't mind me coming in here to the hyperfixation station. Please. I, no, it has been in. a joy for this me. This is for everyone. Uh, Jordan, it's a one person train. <laughs> It's Almost one of those old little it's prospector carts that you have to pump. <laughs> uh, almost every night since Jordan has begun this journey, he'll like text me. Like I'm in bed and I'm like, and I look, it's like, oh, cool. And we're just like kikiing about <laughs> drag For race. Sure. And, uh, you know, I we got into a conversation that I thought was really interesting, but really what makes a lot of these good Reality shows in general, but these competitive reality shows is the host, right? So, oh my goodness, Jeff dude. Probst. We've talked about he's you know he's a counselor, he's a Sherpa, like he really is so perfect for Survivor. It does feel like like if Probst is S tier, maybe RuPaul is S plus because yeah, in a very real way, RuPaul has more power in this competitive reality show. Than any other host, judge, of jury, any other and show. executioner, dude, for sure. Hmm. But what's so crazy is it does feel like the culture of reality shows and just cult followings for shows in general, they're kind of looking for beef. Like, hey, don't change a good thing. Like, you shouldn't have this much. And they're ready to just kind of like, you know, burn the house down. But nobody ever questions Rue. No. And Jordan brought it up, but it's like, because, I mean, this is like, I don't know, man. RuPaul has had as much influence on pop culture as what feels like like the Beatles or something, to be honest. Like, especially yeah. for modern modern pop. Well, you're the one and who brought up to ruthless. me that uh, it, it's almost like if you audition for a, a singing competition and when you show up, the, the judge is the person who invented music. And it's like, yeah, oh no. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for every sure. time I find myself as a viewer when, when, when Rue delivers feedback to one of the queens and they push back, mm. I'm like, who do you think you are right now? What are you doing? Oh, and Rue's face, dude. I feel like I'm in trouble. Brutal. It's like when you're at school I have to use a school reference because I have no siblings, but I would imagine it'd be the same. Like if your sibling's getting in trouble and you're just in the room and it's <laughs> mm-hmm. just like, if I stay still, they won't see me. Uh, it's just that same feeling. Also, when uh, RuPaul gets tickled 
and yeah. starts laughing a lot. Yeah. Game over. I'll tell you, I, I like fell in wheeze. love. I fell in love with the show. I have a moment with most of these shows where it finally clicks for me. Um, Survivor, uh, the the big click for me, I think, with Survivor was the first Blindside that I saw. I was like, okay, this is this is everything I want to see forever. Um, uh, big Brother, I think it was uh, season twenty. Uh, there was just a lot of like funny speeches from somebody named Brett, and I was like. Give me this all the all the time. Challenge was the first hall brawl. Amazing race was the first time that somebody got U-turned and went home. Uh, it was all so great. But for drag race, the thing that hooked me was early in season five, it's like four or five episodes in, uh, they get to the 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 lip sync battle at the very end of an episode, and both contestants just phone it in because they have horrible attitudes. And it mm-hmm. finishes, and Rue says, You both go home. Neither of you deserves to be yeah. here. You don't care about Sashay this. away. And I was just like, oh, so, no pun intended, ruthless. Yeah. I love yeah. a host who cares so much that yeah. they are willing mm-hmm. to be mean to keep the product good. Oh, yeah. it's everything I, I wanted. If anybody's, yeah. If anybody's watching RuPaul because of the acclaim, because like you know it's successful, it's in its 16th season of like its original show. There's also RuPaul's All Stars, uh, Drag Race All Stars. It, it does have a Survivor vibe, and I'm glad that we started with that. Um, nobody's really doing it like looking up how many Emmys this has won, but I do want to share this. Yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race has 63 nominations over its run wow. and 29 wins. Wow, it has almost dude. 30 wow. Emmy wins. And really, dude, a lot of these are going to Ru, like to as yeah. host. Totally makes sense um, to me. And, you know, up against some of my favorites of like all, mm-hmm. t- like I love, like y'all, Alan Cummings in Traders right now is mm-hmm. so wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I just love it. But yeah, yeah. Alan's RuPaul's great. Drag Race. Uh, if you have Paramount, that could be a place to see it. RuPaul's Drag Race is still kind of a lot of different places if you want to watch it that. Where are y'all weirdly. watching right now? Uh, we're on the Paramount Plus app uh, because mm. uh, season five was not on. Paramount Plus through Amazon Prime. And mm-hmm. uh, I got I got a deal with the Big Brother live feeds for Paramount Plus. We actually technically have two Paramount Plus subscriptions right now, but one of them is costing us like $2 a month. So we're, we're hanging on to both subscriptions for now, but we're probably going to get rid of that one through Amazon Prime because the Paramount Plus app has more stuff. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, my final note on Drag Race is uh, simply this, Bianca Del Rio forever. Um, Bianca. I have a hard time imagining anybody dethroning Bianca for my favorite queen yep. of mm. all time. She's got it all. She has everything. She's cool. I want uh, Bianca to hang out with me. Anyway, that's uh, that's it for for this installment of Hyperfixation Station. All off board, I suppose. I Get off my train. All off board. That survivor or train. You that decide. Was a train. That starts. Mm. Uh, it's that Pikachu. Starts soon. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? February twenty eighth. Is that first uh, episode? I think of so. New Survivor. I think so. Uh, Gosh, dude. Mike Bloom. Uh, he he works for. I think it's Parade. I don't remember. Um, but he also he collaborates with Rob Sesternino, and Rob has a podcast, which is a great reality TV show podcast. Uh, if you need one in your life, but they just did a Survivor preview, and he got to go out to Fiji and sit with the new cast and interview all of them before the season. And he said that th- this is like. Mm. 
this cast is phenomenal is what he said. Just so much personality. So I'm really excited. Love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Very much so. That's awesome. I feel like we're coming off a really strong cast too. We are. Last season's cast was we super are. strong. D fun. is my favorite winner in a long time. D and Jam Jam are like yeah. amazing winners. Man, I love Jam Jam. Yeah. I hope Gosh. we keep that same winner energy, winnergy for a while. Here. Yeah. Also, Jeff, it's time for a returner season. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, miss those. Like a new new era's returners no, or some old vets too? No, stop pretending one through 39 don't exist. There's tons of, if Kelly Wentworth comes back to that island, I'm going to lose my mind. It's time to start bringing back people that haven't played enough. We we get it. It's yeah, the new yep. era. Bring back old players. I'm excited. Yep. And it's good because traders, it does feel like traders is getting to be a home for the ones that don't necessarily need to come back to Survivor anymore. Yep. Yeah. But of course I want to see Parvati in that role. Of course, I want to see Siri yeah. in that role. Yeah. Sandra. I can't believe Sandra. The, anybody leaving Sandra on any kind of competitive show is the dumbest thing. Yep. That's a mistake. She's done it for decades now. What are you doing? It's a she mistake. should not yeah. be here. It, the fact Get that- Get rid of Sandra. I'm one episode behind. I haven't watched last night's episode, but the fact that Me nobody neither. is clocking Sandra as a high-level threat is, is the key to her magic. That's the key to her magic. Yeah. That's what yeah. she does. I don't know. She's so she unassuming and she will cut your throat, dude. Bro, she I means to. I hope so. I hope she's still I hope she's still playing that game. Because I, I'm honestly not clocking her as a high level threat this season of traders. Dude, she has this uh, but I know that's her game. of faithful around her as like this like force field barrier. They're listening to anything yeah, she that's says. That's true. That's yeah. very true. We're going to talk about all this and they're going to banish her on last night's episode and we're going to have no idea. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, just, uh, <laughs> just missed it. Probably. <laughs> Actually, I do not think at all that's who's getting banned last night. No, I don't bit. think so either. But I'll find out. I'm watching it tonight. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh, much like how I do with my general interest in things around me, now that I've talked about the thing that I like, uh, the show's over. <laughs> I'm um, done. Yeah. I'm done we're with finished. it. We're finished. Nobody else gets <laughs> to say again. anything. We talked about my favorite thing, and that's plenty. <laughs> Please don't bring um, it up. I'm thank you so much for uh, joining us for this episode. We're so excited for this next year. Like, I have an energy around this podcast right now that uh, we haven't felt in a while. It feels, like, fresh and new, and, like, we're breaking new ground. We get to experiment and have some yeah. fun. And uh, I think uh, putting myself in the shoes of a listener, I think it's going to be a much more exciting year Uh for two chunks. So make sure, make sure you, you stick around, join us on Patreon and discord. So you can be a part of the behind the scenes fun. Check out the teach me with us. Tucci Mooch is also fun. I think that's valid as well. Um, can we get shirts with Stanley Tucci on him? Sure. If we do that, I don't care. We don't get in trouble for that. I don't think Stanley Tucci's trademarked likeness. Is, is he himself trademarked? I think I can. I'm going to just look up. Hang Stanley on. Tucci TM. <laughs> Can I trademark Stanley, Stanley Tucci then make him pay me? Stanley Tucci, Ooh, all rights reserved. That's the trick. Stanley Two Chunks. Easy. Ooh. Guys. Guys. T-U-C-C-U-N-K-S. Stanley Two Chunks. <laughs> that's just totally Guys, ours. I'm going to need you to check out that crispy link I sent. Whoa, that's a lot of letters for a link. I just sent it in the chat here. Dang, dude, chill. Uh, that's too much. I'm going to need you to check that out. We're going to have to get these Ooh. if we become the Tooch Mooch. Ooh. Oh, 
<laughs> That's pretty fresh, man. That's pretty great. <laughs> I like it. 27% off for a limited I time? I like it. It's, I can't lose money on this. I got to get it now. Dang. Who knew? Well, anyway, this has been Two Chunks. Thank you for listening. Um, uh, do we, how do we want to end these? You decide, dude. Same as, same as always. It, ended episode? We say our name and something? I need you to give me your name and then do some stuff. It's just some stuff. Some like, it's just always thing, just dude. like oh, stuff. I got it. 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 Shut up, dude. For two, for two chunks, for two, uh, I'm going to need everybody to give me your name and uh, what your drag name would be. Okay. <laughs> Keep in mind. I'm it, Googling extremely powerful drag names. Nice. One second. I got to say, I, I still am having a hard time finding a, a funnier, like, a, I love names that sound like real names. And in season five, the first one we watched, there was somebody named Coco Montrese, which is just like a regular name. Yeah, that's really and good. And I love it so much. It's such a good name. For Juju Junks and a Hunk, my name is Jordan Wonders. And my drag name would be Uranus Neptune. Very good. Mm. My anus? <laughs> I'm Doge, and I went to a website on the internet. Generator? It's called the Official Drag Name Generator. Yeah, good. And the first one that it gave me is the one I'm taking for myself, and that is Terry Aki. Oh, I like uh, that. There was pretty there, fun. There was one named uh, Penetration, which oh I like quite a bit. That's so good. My second I'm favorite Carter. of the show is Alaska Something I Can't Say. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Thunder expletive. Mm -hmm. I'm Carter. And what there, there's going to be? Are you on any seasons yet that are unedited? No, not yet. It's all still believe. You'll get some. There's going to be some that you do, and it. But it's what it's meant to be. I'm excited for real, dude. I'm really excited. Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, <laughs> and talent. Yeah. Um, I'm Carter, and I will be known as. Uh, hardly nowhere. Oh, yeah. Hardly. Dang, yeah. dude. Have you that's thought about good. this that's before? That's really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's really good. Yeah. All right. Well, till next time. How, how, how you gonna love give somebody us, else? If you give us your clicks. Give us the clicks. Just give click, them. Just that's click that. on it. Just click on it. It's one. Click it. Yeah. Just click give them. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done